and welcome to the Imaginary Advice Podcast. I hope you're well. This week I'm presenting a story of mine that first appeared on Radio 4's Shortcuts programme back in 2013. It's the story, the true story, of how I once accidentally formed a death cult. Um, I, I, I genuinely think this is the best thing that I've ever got onto a proper radio station. Um, I hope you like it. Thanks for listening. Imaginary advice. One night, I'm sitting in a student hall's of residence. It's in the kitchen, sort of after midnight, and I'm chatting to this guy called Beaver. Beaver's telling me a story. He'd seen a bunch of teenagers hanging out in the 24-hour laundrette. And uh, one of the kids was inside one of the tumble dryers and was kind of going around. When Beaver first saw this, he thought that they were torturing the guy in the tumble dryer. But when Beaver realised that the guy was actually inside the tumble dryer by, by choice, he demanded to be the next person to get a go in the machine. The uh, tumble dryers. They've got like a temperature gauge on them. Now the rest of the guys had put this down to zero. However, Beaver told me that when it came to his go, and this is his words, right? He insisted on being tumbled at the same temperature as his clothes. I'm listening to this story, right? And I'm just thinking, I've hit pay dirt. A clandestine tumbling club here on campus. That's kind of vintage lifestyle magazine material. If you take into account that the second part of Beaver's story is like definitely a lie, isn't it? There's no way that he did himself at the same temperature that he does his clothes. He'd be like severely burnt. But the first part of the story is probably true, isn't it? Like that's probably, it's probably true, isn't it? The next day I start work. I go to the late night laundrette and I kind of hang around to see if anything happens. Nothing happens. Which I'm really surprised by, uh, but I realise I'm only one man. Like, I can't be in all laundrettes in Norwich simultaneously. So I start putting up posters, and um, this is, you know, this is a copy I've written. Are you a member of Wash Club? I mean, I've just put my mobile number at the bottom. Immediately, I start getting text messages about it. What is Wash Club? Which is a good question, right? It's a good question. My poster doesn't make that clear at all. So I'd respond with something like, Wash Club is a secret society where you get into tumble dryers and go round. Are you a member? And then there'd be another message, you know, like, What is Wash Club? And then I'd respond, Wash Club is a clandestine group who tests their endurance by getting into tumble dryers. Are you a member? Can I join Wash Club? When is next meeting? I want into Wash Club. When next Wash Club meeting? Pretty much every message I received from that moment onwards was just an application to join. Overnight, I became the ringleader of the very cult I was supposed to be investigating. I don't know what you'd do in a situation like this, maybe like text back these people and um, explain the mistake. And like in retrospect, you're like, yes, that's a really good idea. But, but at the time, I just sent this text message to everyone who texted me uh, saying, Meeting for new recruits next Monday at midnight, uni laundrette, no loose clothing. Because 
all right, and, and, and I want to justify that. Even if they hadn't gone to a club yet, they were like potential people who might join. And that's still interesting, right? So I wanted to talk to those people. Maybe Wash Club already existed. Like it didn't exist. But maybe it did, right? Maybe it did. And then the original chapter would hear about this kind of new chapter and we would kind of join forces. Um, except that's never going to happen because, like, this is a fantasy. Uh, I had another text through. My name is Sue Hartnell. I'm writing an article on Wash Club. I wondered if you could explain a bit more about the club and what happens at a Wash Club event. I sent like a quick response. It just said, uh, Hi Sue, there's no such thing as Wash Club. It's just a joke. Hope you haven't wasted too much time looking into it. Cheers, Ross. Two days later, like, this is the article. Students spin and tumble in late-night dryer rides. Despite the supposed tradition behind the Wash Club, there have been no past reports about the activity. Members remain ever elusive. I decide at this point it's best that I don't respond to any more text messages, uh, just in case any more journalists try to like weed their way into my club. My plan is, right, that I'm also going to go down on that Monday at midnight and pretend to be another new recruit myself. So Monday rolls around. I'm killing time till midnight, so I go down to the uh, the computer centre of the university and start to do a little bit of, kind of preliminary research. There have been reports of, uh, you know, people getting inside tumble dryers in other parts of the country. And that shouldn't be a surprise, really. I mean, there's bored teenagers everywhere, right? But there's one story which is in the seaside town of Tenby in Wales. Over a 48-hour period, every single industrial tumble dryer in Tenby was broken. Classic wash club activity. The thing that concerned me most about this article was a bit at the end where they did an interview with a tumble dryer repairman. He says, uh, you know, it's just lucky that the tumble dryers these kids got into weren't gas-operated tumble dryers, because if they had done that, then the fumes from the tumble dryer would have made them very sick and possibly could have killed them. And that did give me cause for concern based on what was going to happen this evening. But the reason why I knew it was all right was because Beaver told me, yeah, that he definitely went inside the machines on campus. And that's how I knew that they weren't gas-operated dryers. Even though Beaver said that he went in at the temperature that he did his clothes, and that clearly was a lie. He definitely went inside the machines, right? That part's true. And that's why I knew for certain that I hadn't just formed a, a death cult. Anyway, it gets to midnight. There's two guys already waiting outside, drinking some beer. They, they ask me if I'm here for Wash Club. I say yes, I tell them I saw the poster. We stand and have a chat. We're waiting for Mr. Wash Club himself to kind of turn up and kind of validate what we're all doing here. Obviously he's not turning up, he's me, uh, but they don't know that. I use that time whilst we're waiting to talk to the rest of the guys about the kind of like the small risk of these being gas operated dryers and the fact that we could kill ourselves by getting inside it. And sort of slowly over the next couple of minutes, we come around to the idea of maybe sacking it off. One of the guys invites us, all of us together, back to his halls of residence. About an hour later, one of his flatmates comes back and he asks us where we've been this evening. 
uh, and I tell them. This story has just got a cyclical nature to it, because like here we are like back at the start again, sitting in a kitchen on the halls of residence, talking about getting into tumble dryers, except this guy who's just walked in, he's me and I'm Beaver. He asked us a question, which I didn't really answer at the time. Why would any adult get inside a tumble dryer? Um, which is, just goes to show what a terrible journalist I was, that I would never have even asked myself why anyone would kind of do it. But I can answer that question now. At that point in time, I would have done anything for my life to have been like a story. Creating Wash Club was my opportunity to do that. For a minute, you know, I got to be the axis around which everything else turned. But, you know, whether or not you have any sympathy for that, I think really depends on which perspective you take, right? I mean, because if you take the perspective of the person outside the laundrette looking in, then all you see is a, a twat going around in a tumble dryer. But if you take the perspective of the person inside the tumble dryer, then um, just for a moment, you get to see the whole world turning around you. So Wash Club was produced by Eleanor McDowell for Falling Tree Productions. It first appeared on Shortcuts on Radio 4 on September 24th. 2013. Uh, I'm just about to start my theatre tour this week. It's called Stand By for Tape Backup. I'm off to Bedford, Newcastle, Manchester, Oxford, Bristol, Brighton, Ipswich, Exeter, Canterbury and London. Uh, the full tour dates can be found on my Tumblr. That's imaginaryadvice.tumblr.com and that's also got uh, links to all the websites to uh, to buy the tickets. Um, I'll be back in two weeks' time. Until then, remember the first two rules of Wash Club. Check the label before washing and make sure you haven't left any tissues in your trousers. <coughs> I'll be back in two weeks. <coughs>